Everybody, welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast, our very famous podcast. <laughs> um, this is the first podcast we've recorded since Jessica got back from being on tour last night. Yep. Played a show, was up until four in the morning, but she's back, and I'm so excited. My co-ghost Jessica Delisle's here. Hi. She's wearing a romper. That you gave me. Yeah, it looks good, yo. <laughs> and I cannot believe we haven't had this guest on before. Like, I had to go through the whole list. I can't, this should have been our first guest, Erica Sigurdsson. Hello. Hi. Comedian, writer, uh, f- co-founder of The Lady Show. Yes. You're a smart lady. Good good comedian. <laughs> smart lady. Good comedian. And you've had a lot of retail jobs. I have. Yes. Yeah. You are one of my friends that I can deeply relate to because you went down the manager uh, trail in retail to continue doing comedy. I don't want to brag, but you know, I'm a graduate <laughs> of Hamburger University. Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> I'm a bachelor, bachelor of Hamburgerology. I went to Chicago, Illinois and studied... Um, very seriously at their training institute. Is that true? It is. You went to McDonald's Training Institute? I sure did, Alicia. What the? What I the had fuck? a little business suit and I was an adorable Wait, chubby 23-year-old. Was it a yellow and red? It was not. <laughs> but I probably would have graduated was top Navy, of my class if it was. Navy and gray? Probably. Hmm. Actually, might have been brown. I went through a really... Really strong um, matching light brown with dark brown phase in my Whoa. early 20s. Like a hamburger. I, like a hamburger, yeah. <laughs> this is safe to eat. This is not. Um, <laughs> we were all still reeling from the E. coli outbreak that happened in the United States of America. Yeah, so that was... That I was, totally forgot about your McDonald's phase. I was thinking about your Starbucks phase. Oh, buckle up. I have so many phases. <laughs> Star buckle up. <laughs> Bam. Boom, and that's night, a wrap on this podcast. So that's, we're not going to go any better. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're all ears. We hit pay dirt. Whatever you want. And yeah. you could really, maybe we just need to have My, you on every other episode to get I through this. I have so, like, I... I actually want to write a book because I have so many crazy McDonald's stories. Like, and I worked at, um, for those people that don't know, please Google. Uh, I worked at Wally McDonald's. That was my first McDonald's. And Wally, if you don't know, is like the kind of the, no offense to people that live there now. It's the roughest part of Surrey, which is already a little rough. And Surrey around the is edges. the roughest city in the, the lower suburb. mainland. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver. The yeah. People are, when I moved here, it was the brunt. Like a comedian comes into town from out of town and like, oh, what's the town where the shitty people come from? And then they'll make fun of it. They're like, oh, I guess you guys are from Surrey. And then the club will like, wow, laugh yeah. so hard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's that really mean. Hometown. People live there. People yeah. grew up, they fall in love, they fall out of love and they die there. Why are we making fun of it? <laughs> I know. And right? they get jobs at McDonald's there. So <laughs> I would work like the, I worked so much in high school because I was poor. And uh, I would work like the 3 a.m., in high school? Well, we closed at 1, so I would work till like 1 a.m. I'd go to basketball practice, and then I'd go straight to McDonald's and work till 1 a.m. Um, and then on the weekend, I worked till 3 a.m., and I, like, I was scrapped. Like, there's a reason I always jump in. People are like, there'll be a fight, and I'm like, I'll break this up. Because I worked <laughs> at Wally McDonald's, and I was constantly... We had a guy once walk in with a pit bull <laughs> smoking a cigarette, and... Did he see like, anyone? 
what? Go ahead. And he said, and we're like, excuse me, sir, you can't have that dog or that cigarette in here. <laughs> and he put the cigarette out on his tongue, like in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was like, we're just like, oh my gosh, uh, please leave now. Um, yeah, it was crazy. There's so many people would call in and say they didn't get their chicken McNuggets and we would have to drive it to their house. Like, what? how dangerous was that? What? So dangerous. Yeah. That's Does not- that still work? I don't think they do that anymore. No. Like, it was crazy. I used to drive to people's, like, you forgot my Big Mac. And they'd be like, Erica, could you drive this Big Mac to this stranger's house? Whoa. Not if I they went. must have been so furious. They were. A lot of people were willing. Why that. don't you check your order when you pick it up? I know, right? It's, yeah. And people, yeah, they so would go, go ah, right in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. everybody else. Put out yeah. your cigarette <laughs> <laughs> on my arm, <laughs> on your butt, in my hair bun. Catches on fire. Your whole, put it out with a milkshake. Imagine you try to be cool. You put it on your hair. You're like, wow, that <laughs> it smells terrible. That didn't prove anything to anyone. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't even know. I can't add to it. This is so different from my experiences. I don't know what the flow of this is going to go, but I'll just tell you. This, this is my this is my most unbelievable McDonald's complaint story. It's a lot of complaints. I was working a very, it was the last day of high school, so there was just kids everywhere. Gross. My other co-manager left because her brother broke his leg. I was all by myself. I'm like 21. It's super busy. And I get this phone call and this guy's screaming into the phone that he just got home and found a condom in his filet fish. <laughs> and I was That's like. That's tartar sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, and I was like, what? And he's like, I just found a condom in my filet fish. And like, I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about? And at first I thought maybe one of those little condoms you put on your hand. Like if you got your condoms. Like I was like, maybe. Sure. But, and he's like, a rainbow condom. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) you found a rainbow condom in your flayfish. So he comes back. He's got two flayfish meals. He opens one up. And sure enough, sitting on top of the tartar sauce was an in the package rainbow condom. Now, this is the day shift. <laughs> so I look back and I'm like, sir, do you honestly, I'm like, look back at the woman. It was called chicken pie filet. You made uh, apple pies, McChickens, and filet fish. If you were on chicken. All in the same fat? Uh, different fats, different, but that was your station. You're on chicken pie filet. Also <laughs> McNuggets. They never added McNuggets to that. Probably because chicken pie filet just sounds so great. Yeah. Um, so, I'm hungry. <laughs> right? So Chicken I pie filet back. nuggets. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't chicken. Or else you got to get rid of the pie. Chicken nugget filet? No thanks. The pie is one of my favorite things at McDonald's. I would oh. get one for myself and one for my dog. We were, the deep fried the ones or the baked ones? Because once they went to the baked ones. No, the deep fried ones. Yeah. yeah. The baked ones ruined everything. All I ever had from McDonald's was filet fish because I was a picky eater, and that was you really missed out on the deep fry. Um, well, I missed out pie. on the condom yeah. apparently, yeah, and the condom. Yeah, filet fish baked at three hundred and thirty degrees for three minutes and thirty seconds. That was just the magic. Um, that make, I'm giving away secrets of the trade. Uh, <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now. I know so much about McDonald's. Anyways, I go to this guy and look back there, and the woman who's like the people that work the day shift at McDonald's are all like moms and dads, moms and, and dads, and it, there's Rosa who is like seven months pregnant with her fifth child, oh, no. and I'm like, do you honestly want me to believe that she put a condom in your filet fish? <laughs> you <laughs> like. And he's like, what are you saying? I did it. And I said, I'm not saying that. I'm telling you that that did not go over the counter with a condom in it. So you obviously want something. What do you want? And he goes, well, how about you give me three filet fish meals? (laughs) 
and two kids meals and i'm like fine like and i know he's lying but i'm just, it's so busy and yeah. i'm like i don't have time for this and so like a if you found a condom in your food would you ever eat there again let alone the same day yeah an hour later and the same sandwich but also, i also think that if it's in a wrap right just be like oh and yeah, then i take it out and eat it free condom <laughs> yeah what's the problem with the i'd immediately sealed- put it on my finger and go finger condom <laughs> and also it's a rainbow that's fun yeah, yeah that's exciting yeah i'd like to think that after i confiscated those flavor fish meals he went and got someone pregnant and is now just there's more assholes like him running around the world so he walked away with enough to feed his family yeah i think this guy might have been my brother (laughs) 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 just gonna put it out there he lived in that area he pulls weird scams like that all the time wow yeah he might have been the guy that timed it perfectly and there was a bus stop right outside our mcdonald's and the, the cashier was like putting put his food on the counter and turned to get the drinks. And I don't, I honestly don't think he meant this person meant to steal the food, but I think he just saw his bus. Right. And then she hadn't <laughs> taken the money yet. And he just made one of those calls and he was like, fuck it. And just grabbed his stuff and ran. And we saw the doors close and he drove away. And I was like, good for you. That's impressive. There's a lot of variables in that situation. And he right? pulled it off. Yeah. But also like how much, does it cost to give away a free meal at McDonald's? Not a lot. When yeah. I worked there, the cost of actually making a Big Mac was, I think, like 27 cents. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago, though. So now it's 29 cents. It's not 29 cents now. <laughs> yeah, things have changed <laughs> a Inflation lot, I think. Inflation is crazy. I know. The cost of fast food has not gone up how it should. No. Like when I worked there, a cheeseburger was $1.19, and I think a cheeseburger is now 99 cents. What? It's cheap. They've made the system cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like they've cut out a lot of things. They produce animal meat at a much lower rate and it's subsidized even more than it was before. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? It's, yeah, it's a big thing that bugs me is how can something like that be inexpensive? But I also, whenever I'm getting mad about fast foods, I remember that people are living day to day on that mm-hmm. and can't make those choices. Yeah. So, yeah, eating, yeah. eating. It's a eating or not eating. Yeah. 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 Owning a pet is a luxury. Uh, Having an apartment in Vancouver is a luxury. Yeah. All those things are true. I mean, having a podcast is outright gluttonous. I don't know who you (laughs) guys are kidding. Entitled as Very (laughs) self-indulgent. How old were you when you you figured out that condom scam? (laughs) Um, (sighs) Yesterday. Had you gone to McDonald's University yet? Yes, I had. I was a graduate at that time. Okay, I can Um, see that you had a lot of intelligence in making that decision. Yeah, hundred percent. I knew that. I I, there was. I had been attempted, scammed so many times. You just and that's the thing. A lot of people like they're hungry or whatever. Like or you know, like sometimes when I worked at New McDonald's, parents would drop their kids off in the ballroom and go to the casino that had (gasps) the adjoining parking lot, and I'd be like hey, where's your parents? And they'd be like, oh, they just had to grab something out of the car. And you know that they had been trained to say this, right? So I would feed the kids and then I would call the police just to make it kind of, you know. Spicy. Yeah. You're a saint. I know. (laughs) Guys, I was a McDonald's saint. That's always Mother Teresa. (laughs) A (laughs) thing to do to your children. Oh, people did it all the time. I was having a shitty thought last night. I had way too much time on the bus in the past two days just getting from appointments and stuff and it's a little bit too hot to go for a seven kilometer walk Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. which i hate because i uh, hate being on the bus and there's this woman and she got her child on the bus and then she was annoyed by her child Mm -hmm. and i just i have no tolerance for it because i'm like it's a pretty big deal to have this kind of responsibility and and 
she kept being like, mommy's hot. Mommy's hot too. <laughs> and then she was fanning herself and the baby was smiling when some of the, and then she's like, this is for mommy. Mommy's hot. And I was like, I'm just going to take your kid. <laughs> yeah. Start running. <laughs> I've often thought when I see people that seem really annoyed with like cute children, like if the kids are also annoying me, then I'm like, no, <laughs> I get no it. time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on your side, mom. But I've often thought <laughs> if that person turned to me right now and said, would you like my child and you can raise it as your own? And I'd be like, okay. And I would just show up with a baby and be like, hey, Jay, guess what? Yeah. yeah. Free kid, no pregnancy. Bonus. Yeah, exactly. So if there's anyone out there right now and they find themselves in trouble. <laughs> We're just going to turn this podcast into like a low-key adoption agency. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, you know, like we can, you can get those forms online now. I don't even think we have to get the lawyers involved. Yeah, just no, we can't afford lawyers. Sign anyways. a piece of paper, kiss it, throw it away. <laughs> yeah. List me as the birth father. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. You've got no. credentials from Merrick Sigmund. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Does she have a degree? Does she ever? <laughs> <laughs> so you were really going for it. Um, you saw a way of, uh, you got into McDonald's early? Super early, 15. How long did you work there for? Eight years. I've never worked anywhere for eight years. Yeah, my friends thought I would never get out. <laughs> and it look at you crazy. now. I know. <laughs> now I don't have any day job and it's blissful. I bet. Yeah. That was everything. Oh my gosh, I sleep. I, I don't. I get up with Jay and then I make him a breakfast shake huh. and then I say bye and sometimes I crawl back into bed but I always make the bed as though I'm not getting back into bed and <laughs> it then feels better to get back into a made bed oh and then one day he forgot something and he came home and he was like <laughs> I knew it I knew you and I was like what? no this is a special occasion <laughs> a special occasion I was treating myself <laughs> I'm a famous Canadian comedian I'll sleep when I want to yeah you've earned it you yeah. don't control me um yeah it's nice Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Boy, do I ever. So I was just on tour for a month, and we played shows almost every night. We had a few nights off. But every night, I set up the merch area, <laughs> and I realized it's like setting up a pop-up shop every yeah. night in a different city. You and do a nice job. I saw your shop last night. Because I'm very anal. <laughs> I can't. I actually can't believe that I've never worked in a clothing store because I'm so good at folding shirts. It's like... It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Such like a skill that I have not been taking advantage of for money. But so we were in PEI in Charlottetown and uh, we played a really good show. Actually, that was probably one of our best shows. We like, we got three encores. Wow. I was like, is someone pranking us? What's going on? <laughs> and even after the third one, they were like, one more song. And we were like, go to bed. <laughs> it's Sunday night. What are you doing? So, but before we even played, a guy came up, was really excited to buy an energy slime shirt, and he bought one. He was so stoked. He was looking at it with the light on his phone, so he like knew exactly what he was getting. And then I was away from the merch table for a bit, and then he came back and he asked to return the shirt. <laughs> and I was like, "You saw what it was. That's never happened to me before at a merch table that someone's returned it immediately after gotten buyer's remorse." So I was sort of like. No, <laughs> but yeah, he got his money back. So, but did now, he give a reason? No, did he have to fill out a form? <laughs> yeah, he had to sign a waiver. Code. It was it was so weird. Uh, but now we're sold out of the shirts. So jokes on him. Yeah. yeah, I hope he regrets it a lot. I own one of those shirts and I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's really. Pretty. I've never seen it and it, I'm jealous. It so. says the word Peppo on it, which predates Peppo on the podcast. Yeah, it's it's the fact that you created it over that other huge 
uh, Twitter account too. What Twitter? He uses Peppo. What? We rate dogs. Oh, they use Peppo and really? Doggo, which is my favorite. Doggo is like a whole other thing, but <laughs> don't even get me started. But yeah, I was like, oh no, I'm running out of of retail nightmares, mm-hmm. and then I went on tour, and I was like, well, I'm selling things every night. Yep. So yeah, got a few road retail nightmares for sure. It topped up. Sadly. <laughs> I've been hanging on to this one since basically the week that you left. I was at Choices on Commercial Drive. And uh, Choices is like just a, a wealth of, of anger in my life. Um, <laughs> um, so I always go there when I'm helping Graham with the laugh gallery. I do the door and then I go home. I don't stay and watch the comics. <laughs> so, but that Choices. She's very consistent with that. Yeah. I'm like, bye. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder if she'll stay for No, bye. <laughs> that Choices is garbage though they don't even have a deli they don't have no it's like all dry foods yeah it's it's something about it isn't quite right and i've had a few experiences where i take home something very expensive like the vegan cheese spread that i love which is a huge treat because i'll eat the whole thing in one sitting of course it's like 17 servings and i'm like mm, three servings three chips uh and it's rotten and I'm like, what? But, oh, you know, this yeah. particular one is rotten or you've eaten rotten ones? I've eaten rotten ones. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The cheese itself, when it's fresh, it's delicious. Are you sure it wasn't just full of pop rocks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, point. So I'm at the cash. The staff there is pretty dispassionate, but polite. And that's fine. I was talking about lipsticks with the cashier. She was wearing a really pretty lipstick. And we we're talking about our favorite lipstick brands. And in the middle of being like this transaction happening, this bro from like Kits walks in. He's like, Hey, just shouting at us, like from maybe 25 feet away. And there's other people that could have helped him, but he's like, I'll just ask the woman who's helping somebody right. process her debit card. <laughs> hey, do you guys sell mate here? <laughs> and the cashier is about 19 or so. And she's like, uh, what is it? He's like, it's a drink. It's really good. You should try it. <laughs> she's like, oh, maybe it's in the cold drink section. And she keeps processing my thing. He's like, Okay, but I'm looking for the one in the yellow can with the green writing. Is there a mate? It's tea? <laughs> She's like, I have never heard of it. He's like, oh my gosh, you should try it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I was just like, oh, I want to murder you. <laughs> Do you ever have those moments where you're like, every life is equal? But you're like, no, they're not. Like some people, you're like, I literally wouldn't care right now if you dropped it. I'm really struggling with that because in a way to kind of process anger, I'm hoping to find more like compassion and forgiveness. Mm. And then I just have to come up against the fact sometimes that people are like garbage, totally garbage (laughs) people, garbage people. And it's okay that there's those people too. Like right. you don't have to, I don't have to really keep trying to figure them out. Just like, okay, well, they're really in a different place for yeah. a variety of different reasons. If it's a person that's down and out uh, on one way or the other, I can find some compassion for them. But in the moment where I'm like, why are you being such a dickhole? Yeah. Like that guy, no, he has no worries. It's His like, biggest worry is getting a $7 can of like shitty tea. I'm afraid that the city is going to be just full of those people because like, Vancouver, and this is not against any only children, except the Vancouver is now just full of only children Mm because people can only afford afford a two-bedroom place. And so they have one kid. And then if you go to the park now and you watch just all these kids that are so self-indulgent and entitled and 
self-serving and self-serve and selfish <laughs> and soft-serve. Soft-serve too, I know. I would have, sorry, Ryan, if you're listening to this, but I think I think both of us actually, Ryan, you'll probably agree, would have benefited from being only children. <laughs> so my brother was like very creative and very like uh, rambunctious. And I think had he had the focus of just two parents mm. or vice versa, like I was kind of a weirdo <laughs> that wanted to pee in things. But um <laughs> I envied only children because I felt like they got more attention. And we Not both true. Needed, yeah. And you're an, only, you an child. only child. I have a, a brother who's like a half brother, but he was 14 years older than me. And so he, you're an only right. child. We never lived together. So I'm an only child. And he put that condom in that. Burger. Yeah. That's <laughs> the only reason why I felt the need to. I know. I was like, she just said, I, know. I think that's my brother. Uh, but no, I was raised alone. And it's a lot of alone time. It's a lot of like, go entertain yourself. So like my best friends were books. Yeah. And I got really good at playing the piano. <laughs> So, yeah, parents only have a certain amount of attention. I mean, I guess it'll be divided by how many children they have, but yeah, they didn't they didn't like want to spend more time with me cuz there was just one of me. Right. <laughs> and that's a lot of pressure I think if you're an only child cuz you are everything. Like, yeah. You know, all or, their hopes and dreams or nothing. Are you? Or nothing. That's right. Huge letdown. <laughs> I'm nothing. You're just <laughs> I'm a garbage person. <laughs> you're a garbage person. I uh, you, I didn't know we could share a story of a retail nightmare that we were not behind the counter. Oh, oh 100%. Totally. We, I have personally run out of like, I don't have a great memory. Okay. Um, and I'm, I do every once in a while have a flashback of something horrible that happened. But in the beginning of the podcast, the best ones were kind of laid out. And now I'm often part of one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can also be on my, our last episode that came out, so our second to last episode that came out, I was the retail nightmare. Oh. Trying to make conversation at Starbucks. <laughs> trying to do like jokey dad jokes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm really big on like connecting with cashiers and asking them how their day is yeah. and giving them a chance to like. You're just like you want to let them know that it's like I'm on your side. Like yeah. I've been there. And then sometimes this they're sucks. like, I'm exhausted. Please stop. They're like, stop trying to make this happen. Yeah. We're not yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please leave. Here's Here's your drink. <laughs> Alicia with a Y um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so this is like, I don't know if you've ever tried to return something and it seems so ludicrous. The reason why you're returning it, people think you're scam. You're sc- like, people think you're scamming, but it's like, you're not. So here's what happened. I was in Regina and I went to Shoppers Drug Mart and I bought one of those little nose hair trimmers. <laughs> and, oh, one of those ones. You know. The little ones, the not little the deluxe. Ones, not the deluxe. <laughs> it was like nineteen ninety nine, and um, you know, I like to keep my nose tidy. And <laughs> so I get back to my hotel and it this is a Saturday. Picture it, Regina. Um and I so I open it. And I try to turn it on and it's not working. And so I'm like, what the hell? So I put the batteries the other way and it's still not working. And so I take the cap off like that would kind of reveal the razor part. And there's already nose hairs in there. <gasps> Barfity barf. Yes. Barfity barf. And I was like, what? The? Like, A, thank I'm God it didn't you. work. Yeah. Because that would have been in my precious nose, which is beautiful. Like beautiful. not mm-hmm. shared nose, nose hairs with other people. And so then the next day, <laughs> I was flying out the next day, so I had to return it in Vancouver. So I just looked like a loon going <laughs> into twenty dollars plus tax though for and, someone else's nose hair. And I wanted them to know, like, hey, this 
But they were like literally there. Then they got three people involved. Oh, no. Everyone Minimum. is looking at me like slack jawed and they're like, they're like, so what? <laughs> I just realized no one on the podcast could just, could see my impression. <laughs> uh, for the listener, Eric, yeah. Erica's mouth was open. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, and I opened it and they're like, and it was like, it was no big deal. And I was like, you don't think That's these awful. should be off the shelves right now. They're like, like oh, all the tampons we sell are used. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get them back in the little paper sleeve. <laughs> yeah, Save no vacuum seal them. Um, <laughs> they wash them, dry them, re-shrink them. <laughs> they wash them by holding them into a toilet and just flushing. <laughs> eight times. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then it's fine. It's totally fine. It's super green. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We all believe in that kind of recycling. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that was just, it was just a really weird, disgusting. And I was going to write a letter, and then I was like, I just don't think they care. <laughs> That's really bad, though. I, I would know. read that letter. That letter should be published. I think you should publicly. have just done done the passive aggressive tweet. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. That's where the having a, a Twitter account comes in handy. It does. But I also, I you know, I haven't shared this story with really many people. <laughs> well, now you now have shared it with the right everyone people. because I was like. I don't really want to tweet that I was buying a nose. I don't want people to know <laughs> it makes that me I have so a nose hair happy, trimmer. Though I never even thought that those things existed. <laughs> it's like, I've oh. seen them, but I think I would giggle too hard and accidentally push it right up into my brain, and that's how I would die. <laughs> have you ever? It's not a drill. Do you ever get threading done? I do get threading done. So a couple of times when I was having my upper lip done, um, they just went a little bit further and got a few nose hairs without <gasps> me knowing. Ooh. It was the most humiliating thing ever. They're like. Oh, by the way, you have some nose hair. Like, do you want oh. us to do your sideburns? Too? They always want to do the side of my face, but I say no because I like it. I've only got hair. my eyebrows done, and okay. every time I go, they're like just the eyebrows. Yeah, and I'm like, um, so subtle. Um, um, yeah, just my eyebrows, and then they're like, your life, lady. Uh, <laughs> brave choice, and I was like, what? I've never, t- yeah, but there's something about going when I go to Little India where. It is just facts they're dealing in facts. Yeah. They're not nothing gets code like I was no looking, judgment. I was looking for a sari like to wear to this um event and I walk in and I was just looking um at some like different Indian dresses and this woman co- just comes over and she looks at what I was looking at and she picks it up and she goes, "I'll get you big." And then walks away and I was like, <laughs> like you know, like I yes, thank thank you. I would have asked for it, but let me get there on my own. Like let me take you on that journey to realizing this is painfully too small for me. <laughs> Instead of just from behind the counter being like, "All right." You know that box on the shelf? Like I was just like, "Oh, thanks, lady." I really got to put the emotions away when you go there. I find threading too intense. I've only gotten it done a couple times when I was a teenager and the way they're like right over your face right over you and sort of like yeah <laughs> bobbing yeah and bobbing too much like intense sex with a stranger <laughs> I close my eyes oh I should learn to do that <laughs> yeah. in both situations. it really helps <laughs> just making eye contact the whole time <laughs> yeah they're like thank god she stopped coming gross <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um all right. Do you have any other retail nightmares? Uh, like anything. Years worth. A million. Years yeah. worth. I have a feeling you'll be a repeat customer of yeah. ours. I have, I have a funny slash embarrassing one that happened. Again, really busy day. I mean, I don't know if McDonald's gets this busy anymore, but we like lunch rush on a Saturday used to be crazy. It's okay. like lying to the doors. You would say that. We're lying to the doors. So, <laughs> and I would say 
swing manager at this point. So I had the bow tie and the button up shirt and I didn't have to wear a hat. (laughs) You didn't have to wear a hat. Yes. That was the big thing, right? So you got to wear like... you don't have to cook? You could be scheduled to either... Because swing manager meant you could be scheduled to work drive through or you might be scheduled to manage. So, you know, it's kind of you get the opening and the closing and the shit shifts. So I was very important and businesslike in my little uniform and it was super busy and I went to get somebody an ice cream cone, soft serve. And as I was, and I'm going really fast and I turn around and as I'm walking back to give it to the guy, I see a little spot on the ground and I go, oh, somebody should mop that. And I just go, my feet shoot out from under me. And for some reason that what hit me to do while I was falling is throw the ice cream <laughs> as hard as I can across the counter. So as I'm falling, my arm comes over and I just whip the ice cream and I see the guy who was waiting for the ice cream. He ducks. It goes over his head and a businessman had just like literally had just opened the door and walked in <laughs> nailed by an ice cream cone. And it was, I was so embarrassed and it was like the most like hilarious but also like everyone was just like what happened <laughs> and somebody went nice arm and uh, like <laughs> this businessman oh man it hit him right in the leg and then i had to go out with some napkins and i was like i'm so sorry but you had just fallen i had just fallen and yeah everybody was like are you okay and i was just like ah. <laughs> i'm so embarrassed that's great yeah i in my imagination that businessman was a headhunter who was like i hear there's a really good swing manager here i want to recruit her for my uh multi-million dollar corporation and he's like well i don't like this at all ice cream in the leg she knows i'm lactose intolerant this is just a hate crime Wow, that's you. You need to write a book and then like option the book into a movie because that would be like a great scene i know right yeah so when you when did you what how old were you when you started dabbling in stand up comedy? I was twenty five. Okay, so and yeah. you were there until you were twenty three. Yeah. Between twenty three and twenty five, where were you working? I went to Canada Trust. Oh, a bank uh, lady. A bank. Yeah. Because McDonald's, the rumor is, and Starbucks too. It kind of sets you up for you are a highly valued. Yes. Um. Words, cog in the wheel. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. About, yeah, that you have a lot of like great experience for yes. management and working in other businesses. Yeah, it definitely looks good on your resume. If you worked at McDonald's for more than a year, if you only worked at McDonald's for six months, then it's like, oh, you couldn't hack it, so mm-hmm. you quit. It's uh, so yeah. I went to Canada Trust because I was literally working one day and it was so busy. And you used to work like if you worked nine to five at McDonald's, you you didn't get breaks. Like if you're a manager and you were just expected not... You didn't get breaks? You didn't get breaks. You got to quickly sit down and jam free McDonald's food in your... So I was eating probably three meals a day at McDonald's. Oh my gosh. Um, And you'd work nine to five. And if it was busy when you were supposed to leave, you just were expected to stay and help. So it's like a lot of times that you'd work 12 hour days. And I was like walking to the French fry station and I just this epiphany hit me and I was like... I don't get paid anymore for being here for 12 hours and this is no. bullshit. And That's I was illegal, like, isn't no, not when once you're on salary, once you're salary, oh. you have to be so careful in retail management. If you're salaried that you don't do that all yeah. the time. But Starbucks was great. When I went to, I got hired at as a manager at Starbucks and they are very like, 
you get your half hour and two fifteens and your shift, you know, like I loved Starbucks. I would go back to Starbucks if everything in stand up falls. <laughs> I've heard that from lots of people. Yeah. And it's actually, I was, I like a good cup of coffee and I don't think Starbucks coffee is terrible, but I, after learning about mostly good experiences of the people that work there, it made going to Starbucks easier instead yeah. of me being like, oh, it's a corporate blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, it's not the worst place. And they also changed the, they changed the landscape for quick service because they were the, really the first company to, like, that was that big that was really um, openly embracing, um, homosexuals in management like i'm like working at mcdonald's you couldn't be out as a manager like it was just it was a different time yeah and so starbucks not only did that but also they pay more for healthcare than they do for coffee beans like Whoa. every employee if you work 20 hours or more has this gets the same health care as a ceo so that is amazing. amazing. BRB going to apply for a job at Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, they paid for my first insulin pump. Like it was crazy. Whoa. I was, uh, I went back cry. a few years. Don't what? cry. What did you say? Something on the podcast always makes me cry. Oh. Don't cry. No, no crying. Was it's it the insulin thing. pump? Yeah. Um, yeah. I went back as a shift supervisor like eight or nine years ago and I was working probably 30 hours a week and got my teeth fixed and got uh, my insulin pump. And yeah, I, I really not only like the coffee, I like the job and I really respect the company. So I do go to Starbucks a lot. Starbucks, if you want to sponsor our podcast, yeah. uh, Except, I love your coffee Starbucks, 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 Starbucks. Email is retailnightmarespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Sponsor us. I don't think they need to pay for it. I just gave them a hell of a plug. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll give you 20 bucks before I go. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do Worst Present Ever from a Family Member. The Worst Present Ever from a Family Member. The Worst Present Ever from a Family Member. This week we have an email sent in from Lauren D. <laughs> kind of long, but it made me laugh when I read it. Uh, so she wants to tell us about her dad's aunt who consistently gives horrible Christmas gifts. She says, first off, I don't know if I've ever actually met this person in real life. I have no idea what her <laughs> face looks like. Second, she has never once spelled my name correctly. She always adds like 30% more vowels. <laughs> All of these gifts were passed on to me through my grandmother. I don't know why this person, I don't know, feels compelled to give me these gifts, but here we go. One, I was probably like 12 the year she gave me a flower sifter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two, the following year, I got a Costco-sized package of microwave popcorn. Wow. <laughs> uh, three, some years later, when I was probably around 18, she gave me one of those cookbooks that you get when you collect enough soup labels and then send them back to the soup company. All of the recipes included a can of soup. This one was made more disappointing to me by the fact that she gave my 14-year-old brother a wad of cash that <gasps> year. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know. And then, then it gets real dark at the end. Also, the year I was 14, Santa bought me a 12-gauge shotgun. He even had his elves customize and shorten it because a normal-sized shotgun is too large for a 14-year-old girl to be able to reach the trigger when holding it properly. Yikes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That's great. I read that while I was on tour and I laughed and then I got to the bottom and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what is wrong with the world? Uh, I don't have that. That counts as mine for sure. Because I don't have a, a worse present. Erica, um, I who 
I got this Christmas from a someone, <laughs> from someone who I love dearly. Um, it was it came in a Ziploc bag with, um, and it just looked like a mash of colors. It was a Ziploc bag with a white sticky label that was written on pen. Immediately, I was like, craft fair. This is screaming craft fair at me. And so the gift giver said, oh, blankety blanks cousin makes those. And I was like, okay. Already, I'm like, she she bought this as a gift to the other person for buying this thing and then just was like, who am I going to give this to? Me. And I pulled it out and it was supposed to be a scarf. But what it was was a whole bunch of pieces of yarn, but then just cinched together at different points. Like a ponytail? Like a ponytail. And it was like, but also in the, in the yarn was this um, like weird, like, dollar store kind of it was like yarn but with like little pieces of material on it so it kind of looked like it looked like one of those boas that had gone through the washer and the dryer and then been stepped on by a horse (laughs) and then it was all tied together and like it literally held it up and the first thing in my head was what the fuck like it was (laughs) i was like and then it just became this thing where i people come to my house and i was like you have to see this (laughs) so it was a gift in a way it was a gift it was a gift of laughter but it was so like I was like, who th- thought these would sell? And don't encourage her. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be like a child made it. Like just tied a bunch of yarn together and what said it's a scarf. Like they didn't even braid it. They could have braided a it. A deconstructed scarf. That yeah, was it's true. Avant-garde to be in the MoMA. <laughs> it would be probably a really good chew toy for a dog. They would choke to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they would strings. eat a piece of yarn and then it would go through. <laughs> it would still be... Coming out their mouth <laughs> yeah. while it was coming out their bum because it was like six feet long. Disgusting. You guys are disgusting. Gross. Sorry. And um, we have a few people that wrote in on Twitter, uh, despite my phone uh, not sending the first tweet because it's dying. A great gift from a family member, hint, hint, would be a new phone. Uh. <laughs> or you just go to the store and get one. So my brother actually wrote in. I'm going to read it. The talking bass you hang on the wall. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Billy Big Mouth Bass. Yeah. So... He- from our father. <laughs> and then this is something my brother would do 100%. He actually refused it and left it under the tree. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Nate wrote Power in. Move. This one made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I had my bar mitzvah and an aunt uncle from the Gentile side of the family hadn't done the research and got me a bat mitzvah card. <laughs> Just pretty good. Then somebody wrote in being born. And then Aww. another guy wrote in genetic cholesterol levels. <laughs> Those don't count. Oh, no. At Christmas five years ago, this is from Erica. Uh, at Christmas five years ago, my mom gave my hubby Don Cherry's hockey stories and stuff and these slippers. And so they're on Amazon. Oh, they are Swiffer dusting slippers. They're disgusting. Oh. They look like you've slipped your foot into a house centipede. <laughs> so they're called, um, anyone? well, we'll just retweet this one. The legal plaid dusting microfabric cleaning slippers in red. They are horrible. I'm very sorry. I also remembered a worst present from a family member, um, an aunt in New Brunswick uh, that I do not know very well, sent me some Christmas stuff. She buys all of her gifts at a at the dollar store, mm-hmm. all of them, without exception, and then s- makes a big deal about wrapping them really nicely, but then when you open them, they're not so great. Right. And they were Santa Claus candles, but the candle went right through the top of his head, so it just looked like <laughs> he had killed Santa. Oh, whoa. And as the 
the candle melts, he just melts with it because they're so poorly made. We use them every year, always. They made us laugh so hard. <laughs> so yeah, I love those presents that are like cheap and like shitty like your scarf, but you keep them around long enough that they make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone who comes over is like, why does she well, have yeah. that? She usually has such good taste. You have to be really careful about keeping those things out though, because if people think you like that, then they'll rebuy yeah. shit like that. For yeah. You. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's like once mentioning you like something and then everybody's oh, like. very careful. That's yeah. why I'm always like, I only like expensive things. Yes. So don't bother. <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> That's true. You do say that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate everything. I'm a garbage person. <laughs> <laughs> Puppo of the week? Yes. All right. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, uh, Erica, do you have a Puppo of the week? Um... I'm really loving right now the word nincompoop, and I'm bringing it back. <laughs> that counts. A yeah. good word. I'm trying to cut down on my cursing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I just, rather than people being assholes, they're being nincompoops. It makes me feel better when I say it. That's so great. Right? Yeah. That's a really good. Smile. That's a great puppo. That's a good puppo. That's our first puppo that's been a word. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. Yeah, I Words love that word. Total puppos. Yes. I like when people get called dillweeds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a nice one. Because it's just a spice. Yeah. It's like you put it in <laughs> your spice. No one gets rack. hurt. Yeah. It's great. Jessica, puppo? Oof, man. I met so many good puppos on tour. It's I'm, I'm going to ride this puppo wave for the next 10 episodes, I swear. Uh, but for this special 60th episode, <laughs> my puppo is... The best cat I've ever met in my life. I can't even believe that you're rating. <laughs> Honestly, it's, yeah, normally I don't like to do that, but this is, this cat is far and above, like, just the greatest cat. So uh, when I was in Toronto on tour, we stayed with my friend Jesse and Julia, and they have this beautiful sort of loft apartment, in this building that used to be a coffin factory. Oh. And sadly, <laughs> it is not long for this world. It's going to be turned into condos soon. But they actually filmed some of... Uh, the fly, like the David Cronenberg version of it mm-hmm. at that building. So it's like, to me, that makes it like a historical yeah, Toronto right building. Anyway, so it's there on the top floor and we had to go up all these rickety stairs and it was so hot. It was like an oven. And then we got there and I met Crumbs, the cat, <laughs> who is a black and white sort of, not tuxedo cat, but more like a cow cat. And he's just, he's the nicest cat I've ever met. Like you can just pet him forever. He never gets sick of it. You can just like flop him down. He flops himself. He stretches out so long and you can wear him like a scarf and he mm. just loves it. He loves everything. Oh, uh, we stayed there about two weeks apart and the first time we were there, he had a cyst that he was going to get removed. And then while we were off touring, he had the surgery. When we came back, he had a little shaved neck. Cute. Aww. So soft. It's really cute. And I love him. And he would like come sit on us when we were sleeping. And he's just he's just the best cat. Now I'm like sad that if I ever get a cat, it won't measure up to crumbs. That's a great name too. I've never heard it before. I know. And he hangs out in their laundry basket. That's his favorite place. I love how they defeat the, the purpose of clean clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll he'll sit dangling with just his head off of something. <laughs> it looks really weird, but like he's a weirdo. So yeah, I took so many cute photos of him. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Who's your puppo? My puppo um is wizard the horse Ooh! i was on a walk on my lunch i work near burnaby lake and burnaby and there's a huge trail but you can do like little portions of it and i know that there is horse crossing signs but i'd never seen any and as i was leaving the trail 
uh, my coworker and I were dumbstruck by this huge brown horse, one of the biggest horses I've ever seen. And this owner was coming and she could see, she's like, oh shit, (laughs) here's some weirdo that wants to pet my horse. And she was really, really nice. And she invited us to watch him play. Uh, Because there's a paddock nearby that she just lets him run loose in and roll in the dirt and cool down. (gasps) Did you see him roll around? He'd roll around. That's the best thing. And he was really, he was really smart and he knew that I wanted to pet him. So I was calling to him. I was like, wizard, wizard. And he came up to me and he nuzzled his whole giant face against my chest. And then he bit my arm as like a hello. And it was such a great birthday present. It was my birthday the day that that happened. And he's your horse now. Yeah, basically. He was, he is a really funny character. And I'm such a massive horse. So that's a wizard. Yeah. Good, good horse. That's great. Do you get to visit him now every lunch? I can go there. And then I'm going to start wearing my running shoes. I was wearing sandals that day. And I have running shoes at my desk. So if I'm wearing my running shoes, I bet if I play my cards right, she'll let me ride him one day. (gasps) Yay. Whoa. Yeah. And I know how to ride horses, sort of. And that made me think that maybe I could could find a budget in my life to ride horses every once in a while. I, I will go with you. It. It's like therapeutic. It's I love magical. It. Yeah. That's what it I want to do for my birthday this year is ride a horse. We could make that happen. I want to make it happen. You'll have to get such a cute smaller horse too. Mm, yeah, and just a pony. Yeah. Just a little, little guy. Miniature. <laughs> my best friends and I used to go every single summer up to this place called Double T Ranch and we would stay for four days so and we would horseback ride and... There was four rides a day and you were guaranteed two rides, but they got to know us and they started letting us take the horses out by ourselves. Whoa. So we just got to go horseback riding and the six o'clock was the run. It was pretty awesome. That's Holy lovely. Shit. Yeah. We did that every year for like nine years. Amazing. Yeah. You're a horse person. Yeah. I grew up with horses. We raced horses when I was oh, little. Yeah. Whoa. I come from the track. Amazing. I come from the wrong side of the tracks <laughs> and actually from the track. The actual... <laughs> Track yeah. person. You are a fascinating woman. Yeah, so many great Such a stories. History. I forget about my history. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We raced horses. <laughs> you said horse. I was like, oh, right, my life. Oh, yeah. And that was my, my one of my past lives. Yeah, That's my childhood. Awesome. Well, we have to have you back on to hear. I can't wait. About your other lives, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Eric, if people want to see you perform comedy or find you online, how um, do you like to be found? I like to be found by surprise. So... <laughs> I put a lot on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And so if you could just find out where I'm going and then jump out and go, ah, (laughs) Um, it makes me happy. They can find me on my website, ericasigurdson.com, Erica comic on Instagram, Erica underscore Sigurdson on Twitter because I opened an Erica Sigurdson account. And then lost the password. I lost the password. Same thing. And I lost the email address because it was when I worked at City TV and that was my City TV. Oh no. And now I can't get it. I was like, who's Erica Sigurdson? And I went back and I was like, this sounds like things I would say. (laughs) And so I've emailed them and I can't get it back. So I did the so same with sad. Alicia Tobin. I also own that name somewhere on Twitter, <laughs> but it got locked out of that account. I also have one called Casey and Finnegan Aww. or just Finnegan, which I can't remember the password to, but it's just <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Cause Finnegan doesn't say anything. And it was going to be like my big Twitter account. <laughs> and I never did anything with it. You guys are Aww. both hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you are home from a huge successful tour. I am. Uh, well, we're going on tour again. Yeah. When's that happening? Uh, not until September 30th. But okay. Americans, I'm coming for you. Watch out. Yeah, I'm doing a Hang month. Hang on to your vegetarian cheeseburgers. 
I don't know. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. I want one. I know, me too. Um, yeah, so that'll be coming soon. I'm not going to, uh, you know, give dates yet, but I don't know. Set your clocks Set ahead. your dicks ahead. <laughs> Set your dicks ahead. Mm. <laughs> no. Uh, right now, I'm just home for a bit, so... Follow me on Twitter at Chimalicious and uh, on Instagram at Energy Slime. Uh, like our page on Facebook. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Retail Nightmares on Facebook. There's Jessica shares pictures of her puppos that are on the episodes. And it's really interactive and fun, guys. Yeah. You can like heart them or just thumbs up them. Yeah. Oh. So or you can make that surprise face. Yeah. I really want them to bring back the, the what was it? Grateful or thankful or whatever that they oh, had yeah, on Mother's Day. The purple flower. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, yeah. Uh, like us on iTunes. Can you do that? Can you be yeah, like, I put like a you. good rating on iTunes for us, please. Give us five stars because we're worth it. Yeah, we're five star girls. <laughs> five us- star girls. We're five star girls. You just lost a star. just kidding. You get stars extra. Ten more stars. Ten star girls. <laughs> Ten star girls. Fifteen star girls. Fifteen star girls. Oh, she's doing a great dance. Okay, well, thank you. It's good wait, to be wait, back. Wait, wait, I have a show. Oh, no. I have a show at a Hot Art Wet City on August 26th. And Is this going to come out? And then, then September 23rd. This is definitely going to come out before that. I feel then. like this is going to come out the week of August 26th. Yes, I, this is coming out August 22nd. So go to Alicia's thing. I'll yeah, be there. At Hot Art Wet City. Yeah, come, come. Come. Thanks so much, Erica. You are a joy. Thank you for having me. Bye. Merci. De rien. <laughs> Au revoir. Au revoir. Sayonara. Salut. Salut. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>